welcome to HCS Talks. I'm your host, Superintendent of Hampton City Schools, Raymond Haynes. We're just starting out a new Hampton City Schools podcast. This is actually our second episode. HCS Talks is designed to educate, inform, and hopefully entertain our community and beyond. We'll talk about a lot of different topics related to education, students, teachers, support staff, parents, programs and initiatives, community partnerships, and more. Some of it will just be informative no matter who you are. So we hope you will stay tuned and keep listening to HCS Talks. For today, I'm very excited to stop by and visit a first grade classroom at George P. Phoenix Pre-K-8 School, where the legacy of greatness continues. Mrs. Lewis's classroom is where I actually am, and we're going to be talking to a few first graders to see how the first day of school is going. Let's listen to some sounds from Mrs. Lewis's class. Are you going to repeat after Miss Lewis? I can do anything. I can do anything. Today, I am a leader. Today, I am a leader. My first first grader is Elliot Henshaw. Welcome, Elliot. How are you today? Fine. You're fine? All right. You have a very nice smile, and I like your glasses as well. Did you have a great summer? Mm, yeah. What did you do exciting over the summer, Elliot? Um, go to a beach house. A beach house. Did yeah. you have fun? Did you get into the water? Did you do any swimming? What did you do at the beach house? I did a lot of swimming. A lot of swimming. Is that one of your favorite things to do? Kind of. Kind of. All right. What else did you do exciting? Um, go to a candy store on the way back home. Candy store. What type of candy did you get? I got gummy bears. Um, gummy bears, is that one of your favorite types of no, candy? No, not gummy bears. Um, gummy bear jelly beans. Jelly beans. Yeah. Any particular flavor that you like better than others? Um, no. No? Okay. So, today is your first day as a first grader. How's it going so far? Um, good. Good. Were you here last year as a kindergartner? I was here last year. You were here last year. So, you're very familiar with Phoenix and, and how yes. to get around and know your yes. directions. Yes. All right. So, so far, so good. You're in Mrs. Lewis's class. Meet any new friends today so far? No. No, but you're going to, right? Yes. So what do you like most about school? Um, art. Art. That's your favorite subject? Yes. Can you draw? Um, yeah. You're pretty good at it. Any other subjects you like? Um, no. No? What about math? Oh, yeah. S science? Like math. You science. You do? Yeah, I like both of those. So, El Elliot, tell me if you know. It's okay if you don't. What do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, I don't know. You don't know? Yeah. So, you mentioned to me that you like art. 
perhaps you might want to be an artist. Thought about that? Mm, not at all. No, not at all. No. So you haven't given any thought to what you might want to be when you grew up. That's okay. It took me a long time to figure out what it was I wanted to be when I grew up. Do you have any brothers or sisters? Two sisters, I would say. Two sisters? Are they yes. older or younger? Um, One's 12 years old. And what school does she attend? Um, Eaton, I think. Eaton? I don't know. And then the other sister is how well, old? She is nine years old. Nine years old. And she attends here at Phoenix? No. I don't know what school she goes to. Okay. That's okay. Tell me, Elliot, do you like, you like sports? Um, only soccer. Soccer? You have a favorite soccer team? No. Do you play soccer? Yes. Are you any good at it? Yeah. Do you think you can beat me? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> you probably could because I'm not really good at soccer. And I'm oh. getting older, so you probably are much faster than I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> any other... Tell me any other things that you may like to do. I know you, you mentioned art. You like soccer. What else do you like to do? You like going to the candy store? Um, going, oh, yeah, doing art. I'm sorry, making art stuff like at home, like for a parachute for my drone. You have a drone? Yeah. You know how to use the drone? Yeah. You're pretty good at it? What types yeah. of things have you seen with that drone? Um, it. Do a flip. Do a flip? Yeah. No. What else have you made it do? Um, take off. <laughs> How long have you had the drone? Um, for like a month. So you're I just think. getting used to utilizing the drone. Does anyone help you with the drone? Um, no, but when I first bought it, my mom helped me. Your mom helped you when yeah. you first got it. So your mom is pretty good at utilizing the drone? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you guess. Well, I think the two of you, it's an opportunity for the two of you to learn together. Oh, there's one more thing I like. What is that? I'm building Lego sets with my mom. Building Lego sets. Tell me about some of the things you've built together with your mom. Um, it's, I always build Minecraft Lego sets. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Does it take you a long time to do that? Yes, a very long time. <laughs> but it's fun because you're doing it with your mom. Yes. Well, Elliot, I certainly enjoyed talking you, to you today. You actually did a very good job with the podcast and answering questions. It takes a very brave person to do so. Talk about having courage, you being able to sit here and with me and do it in front of your classmates, that's a pretty brave thing to do. You should be very proud of yourself. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me this morning. I'm looking forward to seeing and hearing about all the great things you will accomplish this year at Phoenix. Thank you. You're welcome. I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to me this morning. You're also very brave to do this with me as well. So for the listening audience, please tell me your whole name, your first and last name again. Kinsley Rankin. Kinsley Rankin. And you are in the first grade, correct? In whose class? Miss Lewis. Miss Lewis's class. 
Were you here last year as a kindergartner as well? No. What school did you go to last year? Uh, Barbie did school. You did go? You went to this school last year. Okay. So tell me how the first day of school is going for you so far. It was being great. It's great so far? You love being in Mrs. Lewis's class? Yes. All right. Mrs. Lewis is a very good teacher. You're going to learn a lot here in first grade. She's going to have you well prepared to go on to second grade. Are you excited about that? Yes. Tell me what you like most about school. Uh, it's my favorite thing that I love is resource. Resource. So what particular resource do you like? Uh, Jim. Jim. So you're very active. You like sports. So what part, what sport do you like? What's your favorite sport? Basketball. Basketball. Can you play? Yeah. You're pretty good? Yeah. Do you think you can, do you think you can play better than me? Probably. Pro- I don't know. <laughs> you said probably. I don't know. Probably. You probably can. You plan to play for a basketball team when you get older? Or are you already playing for a team? Yeah. So do you like a particular team now, like a um, NBA team? What's your favorite team? Uh, I don't know. You don't know, but you know you love basketball. Any other sport you like? Yeah. What else? Soccer. Soccer. You good at soccer as well? Yeah. Well, I can see you accomplishing great things as a student athlete because I can tell you're good, a great student as well. So having good grades and focusing on your academics as well as the athletic side of you, I think you're going to be in for some great things in the, in the years to come. So tell me what you want to be when you grow up. I want to be a teacher. A teacher. Wow. What made you decide you want to be a teacher? Uh, it's the way I think. The way you think. That's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. I think that uh, by the end of this school year and, we're, and being in Mrs. Lewis's class, you're going to want to be a teacher even more because you're going to see all the great things you learn and the great interactions that you have with Mrs. Lewis and other teachers here at Phoenix. We always need great teachers in the world, and I think that you'll be one of the greatest ones if that's what you decide to do. So do you have any brothers or sisters? I do. You do? How many? One. One? Oh, a brother or a sister? One brother and one sister. One brother and one sister. Are they older than you? Yes. What school do they attend? My brother goes to military school and my sister goes to this school. Okay, your sister goes to this school. You know what grade she's in? Yeah. What grade? She's in fourth grade. Fourth grade. So she's been here probably since kindergarten, too. Is she a good big sister? Yes. She takes, she looks out for you and helps protect you? Yes. Does she help you with your homework? Yes. All right. You two get along? I don't know. <laughs> what about with your brother? You get along with your brother? You all, does he protect you, too? No. No? Hmm. Usually big brothers do protect little sisters they usually protect little sisters so tell me what your you told me did you tell me what your favorite subject was no what is your favorite subject uh miss uh i can't remember reading math science social studies social studies 
studies. You like social studies? Yes. Okay, that's pretty, pretty common for someone who wants to be a teacher because you want to learn all about the history and how things came about. That's pretty impressive as well. So today, I'm sorry, did you tell me what you did over the summer? What exciting things did you do over the summer? I went to the beach and to the pool. The beach? What beach? In Hampton, Buckrow Beach, or Fort Monroe? The one across my house. Across from your house. Do you know how to swim? Did you swim? Yes. You're a good swimmer? Yes. Went to the beach. What else did you do? Did you go out of the state? Yep. Where did you go? I went to Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Do you have family there, or do you just visit it, or vacation? It was a vacation. You don't have any family there, though? No. Did you have a lot of fun? Yes. What did you like most about Myrtle Beach? I went on a Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. Was it scary? No. So you had a whole lot of fun? Yes. I would have been afraid going on the Ferris wheel, so you're much braver than I am when it comes to getting on. Any other rides that you that you got on? Yeah. What else? I took the Virgo Mound. The what? The Merry-go-round. Merry-go-round. That was fun, too? Yes. Did you get on any roller coasters? Yes. You did? Yes. And you weren't afraid? Nope. What did you eat out there in Myrtle Beach? Uh, I ate some kind of fish. Fish? Was it good? Yes. Is fish one of your favorite things to eat? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but it was good? Yes. Well, I certainly enjoy talking to you this morning. You're a very pleasant person to talk to. I'm looking forward to seeing all the great things you will accomplish this year in first grade. And I'll be back by throughout the school year to check on you. Does that sound okay? Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Ms. Lewis, thank you for having me today. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule on the first day of school to be a part of my podcast. For the listening audience, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? My name is Marcia Lewis. I've been with Hampton City Schools for 24 years. I have taught first grade. I've been a teacher of second grade, kindergarten, third. I'm also a product of Hampton City Schools. Is that right? So I'm very excited to actually be teaching in a place where I learned so much. Well, so now it's about giving back. Yes, ma'am. I can certainly relate to that. I've been saying it since I've been appointed as superintendent. I feel fortunate to be able to give back to a city or a school system that has given so much to me. What high school did you graduate from? Hampton High. Hampton High. So you are a crabber. <laughs> yes. All right. So certainly want to give a shout out to the Hampton Crabbers, and I can't say enough about my Phoebus Phantoms where I graduated from. So how long have you taught first grade? I've taught first grade for about 15 years. 15 years. So I didn't realize you taught kindergarten and second and third grade. You, you kept sort of kind of kept that from me. <laughs> now, Ms. Lewis and I, for the listening audience, we, we go back. We, we She was a teacher at what is now Mary Jackson when I was the principal there as well. So she taught first grade for me over there, and then we came over here together at, at, at George P. Phoenix. And yes. I can't say enough about the impact that Mrs. Lewis has made on the lives of young people and continues to do so. And we're very proud of all that she's accomplished and will continue to accomplish. To my first graders that were 
I'm sitting in front of today. You all are very fortunate to have Mrs. Lewis as your teacher. And you're going to continue to learn quite a bit from her throughout the school year. And you're going to grow to love her just like everyone else does, if you don't already do so. So, Ms. Lewis, what are you looking forward to this year? I'm looking forward to seeing the growth of my students. Looking forward to seeing And, and yes. with you by their side, it will be nothing but growth. Yes. Any advice you can give to your students? I just want them to know that they're in a place that they will be safe and that they're going to be loved and nurtured. And I want them to come to school each day knowing that they are in good hands and excited to be here. Yes, ma'am. Any interesting fact that you want to tell the listening audience that they may not know about you? I love to swim. You, you can swim? Yes. I love it. That's learn. my outlet. I love to end my day by going and swimming laps in the pool. Did you just learn? No. I actually swam for Hampton High School. You did? Yes. You So you so, were competitive. Yes. And I'm excited with the Aquaplex. That's one of the places I go and practice um, with my laps. So Very good. Yes, Very exciting. good. And you have uh, children that are products or products of Hampton City Schools. One just graduated, correct? Yes. Megan just graduated, and she is a freshman at Hampton University. And she would like to pursue her career as a speech pathologist. Outstanding. And she was yes. in what academy during her time in Hampton? At, she was at Bethel, She right? was at Bethel. She was actually in the law academy. Okay. Um, but she also got to see what mom does. And she said, Mom, I think I want to work with children now and have an impact on them as well. Powerful. So... And we realize how much of an impact you make as well in the, in the work that you do. And then your, your own kids are seeing this and sort of kind of want to model themselves mm-hmm. after what you've done. How about, and you have a son, correct? Yes, Noah. Noah? Noah's going to be a freshman at um, Bethel. So he Bethel. started today. All right. Does yes. he know what academy he wants to be in? Doesn't Noah's have to still know excited. <laughs> he's still, um, he's excited about school, but he is still trying to decide which path. But he loves technology. Technology, So can't go wrong with that. And we continue to focus with the academy model and ensuring that mm-hmm. we provide opportunities for young people to get into academies and experience industries and yes. careers that may not necessarily exist yet. So mm-hmm. we're looking forward to what decisions he'll make. But yes. most importantly, we're looking forward to all the great things you will accomplish here at Phoenix School this school year. And the impact that you continue to make on our young people. I can't say enough about the work that you've done over the years. Thank you. And how fortunate Hampton City Schools is to have you as a teacher. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Hayes. You're welcome. You're welcome. Looking forward to connecting with you throughout the year. And thank you for taking the time with me this morning as well on the very first day of school. (laughs) Yes, thank you so much. You're welcome. We are back now and over at Bethel High School, the home of academic excellence, where I'm sitting down with some of our older students from Bethel, two Bruin seniors. Here with us today, we have Khadija Walker and Joshua Murphy, who are just starting their senior year of high school. So let's start with you, Khadija. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I attend Bethel High School, as you stated. Um, Outside of this, I do dance, and I'm a Bethel High School ambassador, and I'm part of student council, and I'm in the National Honor Society. You're doing quite a bit. You're keeping yourself busy. Scholarships. Yes, ma'am. So, Joshua, tell tell the audience a little bit about yourself as well. 
I also do attend Bethel High School, as you said. Uh, I'm in the media arts and design pathway because I want to be a graphic designer when I get out of high school. I don't know particularly when, but I know that's what I want to do. Uh, and I'm just really into art and video games and the normal stuff you're going to hear from a teenage boy. Outstanding. So, Khadija, did you tell me what, your, what academy you were in as well? Oh, I'm in TRAIL, which stands for Transportation, Analytics, Information, and Logistics. And are you in a specific pathway or is it just... Uh, I'm in Programming and Data Analysis. Programming and Data Analysis. And you're both ambassadors. Yes. yes, we are. Can you tell the listening audience what it means to be an ambassador? It's more like being a leader, but then also being able to like blend in with, with different social groups. And it's also like... um. You can be like try, trying to put your personality into a professional manner that's appropriate for you so you can get so people can feel your aura, and your vibe, but it's still professional and you keep it like professional. Excellent. Our school says the definition of an ambassador is someone who represents the academies of uh, Hampton because we not many schools do the same thing we do with our academies. So they need people to explain what's going on in these academies. And that's what the textbook definition of being an ambassador is, but it's a lot of qualities. You have to know time management skills. You have to be flexible, extremely flexible. Ch plans are changing all the time. Like I think last time our site visit, we had a, who the secretary of elementary education. Secretary of education. Secretary of education yes. come down to our school to take a look at our academies. And the whole time we were just shifting because he had to be in and out at a certain time. And things like that. So you definitely have to be flexible. And there are a lot of skills that and being an ambassador can help with. And right. So it's a leadership position within the school. He's sort of like the public relations and marketing person or persons for your respective, not just for Bethel High School, but particularly for your respective academies as well. So... Was there any training behind uh, becoming an ambassador? And, and if so, what did that entail? For me, I wouldn't say I had any training. I just personally like being around new people and trying new things. And I was like, let me give being an ambassador a chance because my teacher recommended me for it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So it was a recommendation from the teacher or a recommendation from a staff member to be an ambassador. How about you, Joshua? There is no technical training for becoming an ambassador. Uh, what they did for me, for at least my process, was I was recommended by a teacher who noticed that I demonstrated the qualities of a good ambassador and see that I could grow in that position. And he recommended me and a teacher seconded him on that. So they sent me an email. I filled out a sheet. They asked you questions like, "What if you could do something for the whole school, what would you do? And they ask you about ideas of how you can better the school and things like that. Uh, Sorry, I took that. I took that form, and then after that, uh, they have they have you come in for an interview. Uh, but a little secret is the interview is the whole it's the whole thing. They're checking if you're checking your email, if you're coming on time, if you're prepared for the event, if you're dressed for the event, to see if you have these qualities and can demonstrate them on a already daily ready basis. Uh, and if you go, you're an ambassador. So I think. Some of those qualities include interacting with folks and being able to share insight about your particular academy as well as Bethel High School. So there are some leadership aspects to it. 
How about team building and collaboration? Do you see that as being essential parts of it? And if so, how? I would say that um, team building and being an ambassador is because we're all a big team. We all have to work together to make the, like, for site visit, we all have to work together to make sure the site visit goes right, make sure nobody goes missing, adults mainly. And I would say, I just feel like you have to be, like, a level of kind of friendly to be an ambassador because you're talking to, like, a bunch of random strangers you don't know. You definitely have to have communication skills, and I definitely didn't. When I started, I, you know, got antsy, I danced, and I played with my hands and my hair when, you know, confronted with, you know, public speaking and things like that. But participating in these events uh, has helped with the confidence of social interactions, and you do definitely have to be kind. But on top of that, you have to be understanding because these people aren't coming from the same background you are. You experience these things every day. These people have never seen these things before, so it's not even just our academies. We have to know information about all of the academies so that if they have a question and we can answer it, then we can. So you stay informed. They have to keep yourself on top of what's going on in the school, and I like what you said, Joshua. It's not just about your academy. It's about the academies that Bethel High School has to offer. So it's a lot of problem-solving, too, as well, when you're looking at um, serving in this role as an ambassador. These are some critical skills that I think, well, I know that you will need for life in general. So you mentioned, Khadija, earlier being a part of a lot of initiatives and, and activities here at school because it sort of helps with the college aspect. How do you see serving as an ambassador working to your advantage, I guess to the both of you, as you go to the next level, if you're, if you're deciding to go on to college or if you're going into the military, if you're jumping directly into the workforce, how do you see serving as an ambassador helping with that? I mean, I can take all my experiences and life lessons I learned as an ambassador and use it towards the real world. And I can also grow and learn more. And that's what I plan on doing. I plan on going to college to be either a biomedical engineer or a or a nurse practitioner and I know in those fields you're going to be working with like a lot of people and me being an ambassador I can tell like how to act if I need to be professional if I can be like a little laid back I can adjust and adapt to environments really quickly and really well. Excellent. How familiar are you with the uh, term emotional intelligence? Um, I was I know what it means. You know what it means. So it speaks volumes to what you just said, being able to adapt and adjust according to the situations you're presented in as well. Go ahead, Joshua. I think you wanted to add to that. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, become, or being an ambassador has definitely helped with uh, social skills and things that you can take towards other things like job interviews. And honestly, just ambassador on a resume is a good first impression because you the people looking at the resume aren't going to be like, okay, so this kid was trouble in school or anything. Not to say that I'm better than anyone. But these skills can be how, it's, how I see it helping me is at first when I wanted to get into graphic design, I didn't think I could see myself working with a team. But in graphic design, that is very common. Now that I have become an ambassador and became a part of the small family uh, here at Bethel, I believe that my skills have improved in social situations so that now I can work with most people and I can be adaptable and flexible and time management and all these things that I can put towards this job or next stage of my life that I want to take after high school. Yeah, Joshua, you said some pretty 
on some actually some very powerful things, the team building aspect, being able to adjust and working within the confines of a team, recognizing that your role or roles may adjust or adapt accordingly just based on the situations that you're presented with. Again, those are life skills. I can't say enough about the impact uh, serving as an ambassador will have for you and the, those lifelong skills that you will carry over into your adult life, I think are pretty much second to none. So let's let's talk about what are you looking forward to during your senior year? You are the class of what? 2024. 2024. So the class of 2024, what are you looking most forward to this year? Graduation. <laughs> it's the beginning of the end, man. <laughs> Graduation, but before that magical date, I bet you know the date, too. What's the date? June what? I think it's for us. I think we're June 16th. Yeah, and I think we're I think we're either the second or third one. Okay. Amen. So 2024 of June, you'll be walking across that stage at the Hampton Coliseum. But prior to that date, what are you looking forward to your senior year? Today is your first day. So throughout the year, what are you looking most forward to? I'm looking forward to having fun. Having fun. And like improving friendships, relationships, and still learning more life lessons. So when I go to college in the real world, I'll be prepared. Or at least I'm not going to go in blindsided. I'm particularly excited about seeing everyone off because, I mean, it's my senior year. I've already been here for two years, so practically everybody kind of knows me in some sort of fashion. So I'm excited about seeing everyone off and getting those moments of closure with people before, you know, I never see them again. Uh, yeah. That's, that's very good because that time flies. I mean, today is the first day. Before you know it, I'll see you all in June walking the halls, preparing for whether it's the prom or graduation rehearsals or, or uh, well, you have your senior dances and what have you. So all of these things come by pretty quickly. So you want to take the opportunity to, Enjoy them while you can. I know once you graduate in June, there'll be some time when you come back years later for your uh, class reunions and what have you. But it's it's nothing like experiencing this uh, senior year and taking full advantage of all it has to offer. So this is a, a good question that we, we typically ask all upperclassmen. So looking back over the past three high school years, what have you really enjoyed? I've enjoyed meeting new people, establishing bonds and relationships, especially with the admin here at this school. Like, I really, like, I became, like, besties with Mr. Oliver. Like, I really enjoy that. And I enjoy all the lessons I learned. Some were harder than others, but I got through it and I overcame it. And also I'm happy that I'm, like, growing more knowledge and knowing more stuff. So if someone tries to play me like I'm dumb, it's not going to happen. Absolutely. I can't see anybody trying to play you, Khadija. I am going to say my last three years have been the most fun. Is It has been the people, the people in the community that our high schools are. Because originally I attended Hampton, and that was, it was all right my first freshman year. Uh, I went through the normal steps like Success 101 and Freshman Academy. But that year I didn't really connect with anyone. But as soon as I came to Bethel, I felt like this was a tiny community that I can feel at home with. I got a bunch of friends, you can talk, pretty much talk to anybody, and everybody here is dead set on making sure that you can be the best version of you. So they're going to push you to your limit, even if that's, like Khadijah was saying, a little harder than a normal lesson. 
So that whole positive sense of self, and you felt like there was a purpose here for you and a sense of belonging you as felt well. Like I could belong here and contribute to what is here. All right. So, Joshua, it speaks volumes to us because we talk about ensuring that uh, we keep our promise to you all when you walk across that stage in 2024. And the promise being that we have, you're walking across that stage, portrait of a Hampton graduate, and it talks about positive sense of self and belonging, of course, the academic side of the ledger, and ensuring that you feel that you are fully prepared to enter college or some type of career of the workforce altogether, or if you decided to go into the military. So we want to make certain that when you walk across that stage that we've kept our promise to you and you feel adequately prepared to go on to the next phase in your life. I know right now, based on your responses, it sounds like we have, but I want to ask you come May and June if we have really kept our promise to you and in terms of uh, your graduating being the ideal portrait of a Hampton graduate. One of the other critical questions we like to ask especially seniors, if you reflect back on, and it wasn't too long ago, it might seem like a long time ago for you, what advice do you have for freshmen so that they have a positive high school experience? Based on what you experienced, what advice would you give to freshmen, um, and what are some things we can do differently to sort of prepare freshmen for high school life and all that it entails? Well, like Miss Rice did, we did Summer Bridge, and I was one of the mentors for it. I basically told my freshmen, like, be be friendly, like, get to know people, especially your admin and staff, because when, it, when like, certain times get tough, they will have your back. And also, focus on yourself. Like, don't worry about what other people are doing. Go at your own pace. Talk to your teachers if you're struggling. And also, I told them, like, um, just have fun, because... In middle school, they make high school seem so hard and like it's not hard if you don't pay attention because most of the teachers, they're easy and they're very lenient. As long as you pay attention in class and you focus, then you can pass like you have. There's it's for me. I'm a scholar. So it's like I don't really know people fail. but Like I know other people learn it different ways, but like focusing and really helping, it will really get you far. So teachers give you opportunities. They don't want you to fail. So they give you opportunities to be successful, and they're working with you. If you have a very caring teacher, which most of the teachers here are, they will make sure you, like, they will make sure that you um come in and be ready to learn and help. Because I remember Miss Hextall, my friend, he was a senior last year. He graduated, but he was on the verge of failing. But Miss Hextall came to his house, brought him his work, and made him do it. The so teachers she, really care. She made a home visit. That goes above and beyond to make certain that we focus on every child, every day, whatever it takes. So to go that extra mile and come to the home to ensure that he was going to be successful, that speaks volumes to the staff here at Bethel High School. How about you, Joshua? I am going to agree with Khadijah on this one. I do think that building your connections in high school is definitely one of the most important things that you can do as a freshman with your staff, but not not just staff but friends, just people around the school so that, you know, if you're struggling in calculus and you know that your friend takes calculus but at a different block, you can still ask them. And building your connections is really important. But my advice is nobody cares. Uh, your mindset is all, it's, your mindset is your power in high school. And I remember going into high school thinking everybody's going to care about how I look and what my hair looks like and how I dress and all these things. And yeah, there is going to be that one person that's going to call you out in the hall, but that's every day. I mean, that happens normally. 
So you really have to get over that mindset of everyone's going to be judging me because in high school, to put it bluntly, we don't we don't care. We're doing our own thing. We're going to do go to our classes. We're going to walk to our class. We're going to sit there an hour and 30 minutes, and we're going to do our work. And that mindset can be really destructive. It can lead to uh, bad mental health because of school and stress and just a bunch of things that can splinter into a million different issues your senior or yeah, when you get to your senior year. So, so you're saying, Joshua, be your, be your authentic self and don't be concerned with what others may be thinking about you. It sounds like you all have a very strong support system here at Bethel High School. It's a very small type learning community where everyone uh, helps each other out, opportunities present, and it sounds like you're saying that the staff is willing to go the extra mile to ensure that you're going to be successful. A lot of what you're gleaning here through your high school years I think will serve you well in your next phase of your life. I know you said you wanted to be a bio medical, medical engineer. engineer. Have you decided what schools you may want to attend? What choices? I really, my dream cause that I want to go to is North Carolina A&T. Cause I used to travel North Carolina and I love like, I love the atmosphere. I love the state. And I went to, um, and I had a dance competition near North Carolina A&T and I got to take a tour of the school, and I really like it. But if I did, but if I had to choose a school here in Hampton, not Hampton, but in Virginia, I would do ODU. Old Dominion. Those are good choices. Any other options? Old Dominion, um, North Carolina A and T. I have I have a bunch in mind. I have like a list because I wanted to. I have a list of like how much the tuition will cost, board and room, and all of that. But um, those are my top two, and then my third is probably Duke. University. Do you have family in North Carolina? Yes. Oh, that works. That works. But my advice to you and Joshua, if, and I'm going to ask you in a second, if, if the aspirations are to go to college, you want to make certain you apply for as many scholarships as possible. They're out there, and each year they say they there are billions of dollars left on the table because folks simply aren't applying. So take advantage of working with your school counselor and, and your parents and even your teachers and applying for as many scholarships as you can. So Joshua, I know you said media arts and design. Uh, is that the field you want to go into after high school? So what are your aspirations? My aspirations as uh, for high school is not to immediately go to college because I know that there are other options in the graphic design field that can get me on a path of saving enough money so that I can go into college or buy a car and things like that without having to worry about a bunch of debt. Uh, but my top plan would be to take a two-year at Tidewater Virginia Community uh, and then transfer to a four-year degree program at ODU for graphic design. Uh, I haven't particularly looked into other schools, but if I were to choose another one, it would probably be in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. My mother lives up in Wisconsin, so oh, right. I've gone up there every couple of years for a couple months. So I like Wisconsin. It's not a bad place. You I like the area? Yeah, I like the snow, mainly. Okay. Well, that sounds like a good plan as well. I think you, I think, Joshua, what you said in terms of sort of like the two plus two program, you start off at a community college and then go on to Old Dominion or four year university. It also helps to save your parents some money as well. So I think that is a smart move. But it sounds like you all have some some very good plans in place. I can't say enough about making certain you take advantage of applying for scholarships that would be out there for you because there's a lot to offer. And connecting with folks who are in 
industries or careers that you are aspiring to be in. So if you know a bi- biomedical engineer, you want to connect with them. Uh, you, perhaps you can get some connections through your Academy of Pathway courses. Our executive director of public relations and marketing, she oversees our graphics department and media design. And she may be someone, Joshua, you would want to talk to and connect with, and she could sort of help um, give you some additional direction and insight on some things. Anything else you'd like to share with the listening audience? Khadija, well, before we started, you said you've always wanted to do podcasts, right? Yeah, I like talking. You like talking. So anything you'd like to share with the audience at this time? Um, like Joshua said, in high school, nobody cares. I promise you, we don't. And if they do care, they usually like you. So just just take it as a compliment. Uh, I particularly don't have anything... High school is not scary at all. It's, it's fun. Not scary I wouldn't be scared. Yeah, don't be is. don't be scared to take these steps, take these leaps into new opportunities uh, when they're offered to you. Because when someone really sees, you know, if you can be an ambassador, and they say, "Hey, I think you could prosper," then take that chance and see if you can. Because if you can, there's another skill. Because I remember sitting there and thinking, okay, am I really going to fill out this application for an ambassador? Am I going to put in the time and the effort? And I I did. I took that leap of faith. I came to the interview. I got the job. And now I don't get paid for being an ambassador. but <laughs> You get paid from experience. You yeah, get, I get that experience. I get plenty of experience. I think you can also ask our director. I don't know if this is 100% correct, but I'm pretty sure you can log our events that we do as volunteering hours, which can further go towards applications on it college. You absolutely can. And it does benefit you. And not just from the volunteer hours, just from the experience. I think you mentioned that earlier, Khadija, and talk about when you're filling out your college essays and applications, or even if you're having an interview with a, a admissions office, talk about what that ambassador position entailed. And, you know, I've seen where folks who have been ambassadors have, and have gone on to college. They've actually served in very similar roles at the college and university levels, too. So those are the types of things that will serve you well uh, in life. Like I keep mentioning, I just can't say it enough because I think it's important to have those life experiences or critical skills that lead to uh, things that you can use in life as a whole. Didn't have these ambassadors and academies when I was in high school. I was a very shy and introverted person, but I think that would have helped me in terms of coming out of my shell and being more comfortable talking to people from all walks of life. And I see when we have these academy events or uh, site visits, how you all are having to talk to people from various walks of life. We talked about the United States Secretary of Education and different folks from different school districts who want to come in and, and see what Hampton City Schools and the academies of Hampton are all about. It sounds like your academies and your specific pathways, you pretty much are going to stay the course in terms of what you glean from your academies, and you're going to go on and pursue those things after high school. I, I say it oftentimes, my daughter was in the Academy of in, uh, Architecture and Engineering at, at um, Kickatan and went on to Old Dominion, and she's not in architecture, but she's still in engineering, but she did not veer off from the past. She was always passionate about engineering, but we also know that the academies helps you to decide if you don't like something. You could have gotten into an academy and said, hey, this is not what I want to do. It's not just that. Uh, These academies are flexible. They are extreme. They're built to be flexible so that because we understand that kids are going to change their minds. We understand that, you know, a kid's going to be an artist one day and then he's going to want to be a firefighter the next day. So 
in your freshman year is where you learn about all of the academies just together as one thing. And then they tell you, all right, you can choose these at these schools and this is what you do and all of that. But they're also flexible in the fact that you can change your pathway. You can change everything down to the school you're attending for your pathway uh, because we have a shuttle system where you can go for, to your zone school, you go from your zone school to your actual school where your academy's at and it's really useful, but it's just really flexible. So don't be scared to go up to your guidance counselor or something like that and be like, hey, can I switch my academy or can I switch my classes around? Uh, because these systems are, can't, they can be tough and they can be annoying, but they are built to work for the prosperity of the children. I could not have said it better. That was a that was great insight, and I'm sure Mrs. Hurd, our academy's director, when she hears this, she'll be smiling from ear to ear. Miss Hurd is hearing this. She will hear it. Hi, Miss Hurd. It's Khadija. <laughs> we will air this. I think in the next couple of days, this will probably be the second or third one that we air. I certainly appreciate your time today, and you all have been very insightful. Uh, anything else you'd like to share with the audience at this point? Uh, I'd just like to thank you for providing me with this opportunity for this experience. Thank you. You've been a natural for this, and I can tell, I can tell why you would want to do podcasts because both of you actually have the voice and the personality for it as well. We'll put you on the spot, and it's okay if you don't know it. <laughs> yeah. You all say something in the morning time. What is it? The mission. The uh, mission statement. Our mission. What is statement. what is the mission statement? Okay. Do you remember it? I can effectively communicate, collaborate, educate, and something. Our college. mission is to effectively communicate and collaborate to educate and, and graduate, graduate college career, career life-ready life ready students. students. Outstanding in the home of academic excellence. Thank you, Khadija and Joshua, taking t for taking time from your first day of your senior year to sit down with me. I wish you a wonderful school year, and I'm looking forward to seeing you cross the stage in June of 2024 at your graduation. And to our listeners, remember... Education is the most powerful weapon you can use to change the world. As one community, one transformation, we will ensure academic excellence for every child, every day, whatever it takes. See you next week. <laughs>